0: How can you put that filth into your bodies? Look at you people. Bart's a tub. Lisa's weak as a little girl. And Maggie doesn't seem to be growing up at all. You too, Marge. If you toned up a little, you'd probably get a lot more action. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. <laughs> it's the... uh it,
1: it's very much reminiscent of that scene in um, The Last Temptation of Crust where they're driving home uh, in, in the car. And it's like, "I'm from now on, I'm going to start telling it like it is. Bart, you could instead lose a little weight. You too, Barge. Shut up, Homer. You're the fattest one of all of us. You didn't have to tell it like it is, Barge. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this it's the that, same joke.
0: It is the same joke. Th- this in this instance, though, that instance, it's about him being like, "Yeah, why? Why aren't people more honest and yeah. more ass, bigger assholes?" Yeah. In this, it's misplaced confidence. Yes. Um, and that's one thing about Homer is you don't want him to suddenly be high status because he it goes right to his head. Absolutely <laughs> does.
1: Uh, it's fun though. It's fun. It's fun you in know? this episode. It's I, fun. I, I like it. <laughs> I like it in this episode. Uh, yeah. Hi. This Hello. is Two Bad Neighbors, your encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons seasons one through 10. My name is
0: Greg. My name is Alan. <laughs> I like yeah, I'm gonna, how you echo I'm gonna, the way that I yeah, say it. Yeah, I'm going to do it, it the way the, you do it because like I can time. tell every time you're thinking, should I make a pun <laughs> or a joke here? And or I'm I always just... very proud when yeah. you push past that yeah. d- that uh, you know <laughs> instinct. You could you
1: could res- you could hear my impulse. <laughs> I, you could hear can. my impulse to say something stupid.
0: And and I I very much believe that the only reason you don't go through with uh, a weird name uh-huh. is because you haven't you haven't thought of it until <laughs> that moment. <laughs> And you're like, I don't know if I can come up with a funny enough name for this to be worth it right now, so I'll just go with Greg. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's. I can read you like a book, my friend. <laughs> that's everything
1: that's going on as soon as I speak on this podcast. Um, so,
0: uh, Al, mm. how have you been? Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is Thursday, November 5th. Yep. So I think most people know how most of the world is feeling right now. Yeah, trepidatious. Yes, anxious. 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 Scared. Yes. Worried. We, we would confused. We would have loved a blowout. Some for some reason, the count from Sesame Street is trending. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, yeah. the world's the world's weird, and uh, you know, we expected this. I mean, I expected this. Yep. But, uh, you know, there was that sliver of hope of it just being a smooth election. Not not even a blowout, because that's the thing. A lot of people were like, ah, it's like, but people forget what happened in 2016, I think. Yeah. And I didn't. And so I'm like, it's like, I'm just, I'm just very hopeful that people, that the majority of people do the correct thing. (laughs) in my view the correct thing um and no no, it's the correct thing i mean it's not you don't have to say i think we're well past that at this point
1: where it's like in my opinion this is the right thing no you're either voting for a fascist or you're not
0: yeah yeah that's that's basically what it comes down to um that's it but and i also knew that the the counting would take days that's something that uh everyone knew because of the the little thing called a global pandemic yep means things were a bit different this year and you know so many people bernie sanders predicted this uh exactly what trump did uh he's like yeah here's what's going to happen uh he's going to be leading at first and the mail-in ballots are going to start getting counted and then uh, biden's going to start winning and trump is going to claim that it's fraud and he's going to take it to the courts and guess what's happening all of that all of that and we don't have to talk about it any more than that but obviously that's just what's on my mind right now sure. as with a lot of people. Uh, by the time this comes out, maybe we'll, maybe we'll know. Yeah. Friday is a possible time, time frame for enough results to be in for it to be a, uh, announced. But we don't know yet. So we're going to talk about The Simpsons instead. <laughs> that's right.
1: Before we get to that, yeah. um, I was in Banff yeah. these uh, past three weekends. Yeah. And while I was there this third time, I got put in this room... Um, with, you know, lovely king size bed, nice television, nice little chair in the corner, nice desk, all that sort of thing. But the thing that was different, uh, about this room also had a beautiful view of the mountains. I wanted to,
0: but the chair, Yeah. but most importantly, there's a chair. There was an extra chair,
1: but most importantly, right below the window of the beautiful view was a little doggy bed. Uh-huh. with a couple of bowls. Uh-huh. And uh some some treats. So oh, here's some treats. here's some treats for Jackson. Uh-huh. that I have for you. It's little a little puppy treats. This one's a little thing that you can put like like the food. It's like oh, the Oh yeah, kong it's like thing. the the kong, yeah. yeah. Put peanut, peanut butter in it. And this one's a little uh, a little moose treat that he can eat.
0: Ooh. Hey yeah. Oh. Oh, cute. Yeah, it's a little moose a little cookie. moose. Yeah, a moose dog Is it a moose like mooning? I'm kind of confused. Uh, no one can see this who are listening, but I'm just showing it to our guest. I don't know. It's got like a weird... It looks like it's it's turned around and it's showing its mm-hmm. butt. Do you agree? Greg? Um, no. <laughs> or is it, am I seeing what I want to see? Yeah,
1: I think you're seeing what you want to see. Uh, I think it's a saucy
0: moose. Sure. But it's but those three dots that I'm confused by. Right. Mm. I think that's just for festiveness. And that's what butts mm. look like, right? <laughs> three pink dots. Uh... <laughs> Oh, uh, we have fun. Um thanks, man. You're welcome. Jackson thanks you also. I'm sure he will. In his way. In his way. <laughs> um yeah, just let him know that those are from me. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, These are from Uncle Greg, and he'll be like, I don't understand you. Yep. <laughs> just give me the treat. Yeah. <laughs> um So that's what I did. That's what you, yeah, that's that's how you've been. Yep. Just doing your thing in Banff. Yeah, just and then here. Bring you some bring me some treats.
1: Yeah. I forgot about them when you came over and we played games. Uh, oh, you had them. Oh, yeah, because I yeah. guess you haven't been back since. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, oh shit, and then it's like, oh well, it's right, fine.
0: he podcasts with me. <laughs> <laughs> we see each other very regularly. <laughs> very regularly, it's fine. <laughs> He'll be back. Um, cool. Well,
1: uh, we so don't have leave them on the giant my, sofa. I I will never. You know what? Put them in
0: your coat. I no. <laughs> Tell me how to do with my treats. (laughs) They're mine now. Sorry, you were going to introduce someone. I was going to introduce someone. (laughs) It is a returning guest, fan favorite, past and future guest, your friend and ours, Dr. I mean, Camille Pavlenko. You son
2: of a bitch. You know what? Now I'm going to go. I'm going to get a master's in something. I'm going to get a PhD in something else. and I'll be Dr. Camille Pavlenko.
1: (laughs) It's quite literally Monday. the only thing separating the two of you. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thin you're filament like of eight for years the of school.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> I, two two short things. I feel like looking at the dog treat cookie, the dots, I feel like it's one butthole and then two hind nipples. <laughs> and it does look a little bit, I, I entirely see the shape that you're suggesting of like the the... The perspective of the cookie is the moose looking forward mm-hmm. with its body, but then its its head is turned back with its yeah. antlers like, right. moose me. Yeah, excuse me. Excuse me. Exmoose me. Yeah.
0: Um, update, there are some icing bits that have fallen off the cookie, it seems. Can you see the, mm. those little pink bits?
2: Superfluous nipples. So,
0: that <laughs> <laughs> If they were on the correct spot on the cookie, perhaps mm. that would help solve this mystery better. Yes. Indeed, We'll never know.
2: Greg, you'll have to phone let's contact, the Banff Springs. Uh, Mutt
0: Hut Bakery. Mutt Hut. Uh, shout out to Mutt Hut in Canmore, Alberta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you'd like to
2: become a sponsor. <laughs>
0: if you want to sponsor us. Uh, let's see. Ingredients. Whole wheat flour, peanut butter, honey, egg, natural beef flavor. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, this sounds Wait. great. <laughs> it's almost entirely rectum I was reading it, I'm like, you know this three. sounds like just a good cookie I yeah. might eat. That. And then yeah. natural beef. Oh, that's why. <laughs> there it is. That's for dogs.
1: <laughs> The seven-layer dip with the ground beef at the bottom. Also may contain carob root. Hmm.
2: Mm, so careful. careful.
1: Very nice. Careful. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Peanut butter. Hey. Hmm. All right. <laughs> a meal. don't eat it.
2: Yes. Okay. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. But I got. Oh, but I. Was you love curious natural beef flavor because <laughs> of that natural beef flavor.
1: <laughs> How much peanut butter could really be in there?
0: I want that beef flavor. <laughs> I want that beef flavor. Maybe it'll fight. It's worth it. the risk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll just go to the hospital and park outside and eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just in case.
2: I'll have one foot in.
0: That's hilarious.
2: <laughs> Ma'am, can we help you? Uh, Maybe. Can you come back in 10 minutes? Just a sec. Like like when you're ordering at a restaurant, they're like, do you know what you want for a drink? I'm like, yeah. can you check back uh, in like 5 or 10? I just,
0: yeah, I just need a couple minutes yeah. to look at the menu. I just
2: need a couple minutes with my anaphylaxis. <laughs> And then ironically, Dr. Ife would be there and be like, should have been a real doctor. I would have helped you, but that's too <laughs> bad for you. Rivalry forever.
0: <laughs> it's true. Doctors only treat other doctors. It's, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, a I weird system. It's like, a
2: problem. You we do it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, we do have free health care
1: in this country, but you but have to what be what a cost? doctor <laughs> to receive it. <laughs>
2: But luckily, our tuition prices are much lower That's than true. some other countries. Yeah. So.
1: that shall remain la- nameless. Yes, <laughs> at this time. <laughs> yes, because who knows if there'll be a country at the time of this uh, recording going up? Anywho, uh, <laughs> uh, we're,
2: we're you talking know, about you one know, of uh,
1: one of that country's greatest exports today: mountains. That's right, <laughs> mountains, the Rockies,
0: the the Appalachians. <laughs> Wait
2: a minute. <laughs> the ozarks the
0: uh, Ye- yellowstone <laughs> the 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 old smokies old faithful <laughs> the...
2: mount st helena
1: yosemite mount rushmore olympus
2: the sequoias that's a tree
1: the Laurentians. that's in okay. canada the band mountain <laughs> mm. the one in new orleans
2: third Kind. Encounters mountain. <laughs> Monument Valley.
0: Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> um yeah, we're here to talk about the Simpsons. Yeah, we are. Uh before we get into that though, uh Camille got a haircut. Yep. Two bits. <laughs> <laughs> uh great, perfect joke. We can <laughs> move on. <laughs> perfect Check. <laughs> Um, um, have have you
1: what was the last time you watched two frame Roger Rabbit Camille
2: you know what I was recently thinking of that movie as a do you ever have like a kind of like a miasma of like potential movies you want to watch uh-huh. soon or rewatch and that was miasma kind of, yeah I don't know if that's how that's pronounced I, Let's not No, not not know it on sounds
0: on great it. I want to know more oh,
2: great like <laughs> I don't know like, this word like ether but oh. gr- gruelier. <laughs> um yes. but it's recently I thought of it as a as a really good rewatch because it's been like Maybe 15 years? Yeah. Maybe longer, actually. Wait a
0: minute. According to the dictionary, miasma is is a highly unpleasant or unhealthy smell or vapor.
2: Oh, you know, the (laughs) miasma of your thoughts is like a pungent. It's it's like when you think a lot of bad, stinky thoughts.
0: Sometimes (laughs) it turns into good stink, like cheese. Yeah. You know, (laughs) an oppressive or unpleasant atmosphere which surrounds or emanates from something. I.e., there was a miasma of despair over this place. So those are your thoughts.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, that's when I'm thinking negative. I was I lo- really down. I just want to say,
0: I love this word. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm just seeing if, yeah, like, because it makes sense the way, the way mm-hmm. you used it uh, as just like a haze, you know? Thank you. Yeah. Um, but dictionary.com just disagrees. Because <laughs> uh, it's all very, everything I'm reading is like, it's all about like noxious fumes and oh, bad air. and. okay. Anyway, well. There's a bit know. in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Two words, in fact.
1: Yeah, where Christopher Lloyd's character starts knocking on uh, like on the walls, and he's like, "No tune
0: can resist the old (coughs) shaving a haircut." Yeah, and it's
1: and like Roger Rabbit
0: bursts from behind, and he's like, "It's great because Eddie Valiant." Uh, our hero, played mm-hmm. by Bob Hoskins, the inimitable Bob Hoskins, uh, is like, huh, can you believe this guy? There's no way. And he turns over <laughs> and Roger Rabbit's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like resisting it so hard. And eventually he can't resist anymore. And he goes, shave and a haircut. And he goes, yeah, burst through the wall two bits. <laughs> also, fun fact, Roger Rabbit is the creepy old man from Zodiac. <laughs> what? Creepy basement oh. guy. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Charles Fleischer. Wow. <laughs> wow. I found that out when I watched the movie recently because I'm like, what else has Charles Fleischer done? Because that's such an iconic role for him. Yeah. Uh, and then I looked it up and I was like, yeah, he's just a character actor. Like, that's not his normal kind of thing to do a wacky cartoon character, but he nails it.
1: Yeah. Wild tangent. He is brilliant in that movie. Oh, he's so good. In zodiac,
0: in zodiac or in
1: uh in both but yeah. like I'm thinking of on screen in zodiac he's got just this really incredible presence and the the sequence is so interesting in like because there's so many different ways to read it yeah like if you you're reading it from Jillian Hall's character's perspective it's Terrifying. terrifying. You're reading it from his moment, perspective. Yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> it's, yeah, true. it's really funny and almost like, oh, did I put myself out there too much? <laughs> I thought he wanted to come over here and have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I might have overdo- Um I think I overdid it. I think I overdid it.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Graysmith. Uh, My favorite, like the best m- moment in that scene is when he goes, uh, Mr. Graysmith, I do all the drawings. Yes, Because <laughs> that's the moment where as an audience member, you're like, Fuck! (laughs) It's him! It is a zodiac! Look out! Look out, (laughs) Jake!
2: I think there are a few uh, scenes in movies in general that are more stress inducing for an audience than, like, when you know specifically, you're like, that's the serial murderer. <laughs> I feel like that's how I feel when fucking Jodie Foster yep. shows up at Buffalo of Bill's course, house yeah. and you're like, yeah. there was a rope a dope. I thought <laughs> she wasn't there. What the fuck? She's just like, can I use her phone? Yes. And, and the, the way that, like, the way that Ted Levine drops those business cards oh when, like, God. he oh, knows yeah. she knows is, like, the scariest acting
0: choice. Oh, it's so good. That whole that whole sequence is master masterful yeah. suspension. So the
1: the most incredible thing about that scene is like he drops the business cards, lights go out and then lights like before the lights go out, you're taken through this haunted house maze of a haunted house that you've been privy to the entire movie yeah. up to that point so you've seen all these locations that Foster is only seeing for the very first time mm-hmm. so you are a step ahead of her but a step behind Bill Ooh. so you're right in the middle being like I know this location I know where, she, where she's going and I even know a little bit of the layout of this house right. she doesn't
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's also Awful. The, Also, the police have the wrong house.
1: Also, the police have the
0: wrong yeah. house. Clarice. Uh, perfect movie. Uh. Oh, it's so good. Um, anyway, there's our there's our obligatory movie talk for the day. Ding. Never. We'll never talk about movies again. Nope. I'm sure. That's uh, it.
2: <laughs>
0: but we are of course here to talk about the 23rd episode of season nine. Holy shit. King of the Hill. Yeah, one of the best episodes of season nine. And, and not it a stars. <laughs> it stars Shocking. Hank Hill. Peggy Hill. And wait a minute, no, no, I, I got
1: my notes wrong. You're on the wrong Wikipedia page. <laughs> put in put in parentheses, The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Thanks for making the search engine optimization not great for this episode, you <laughs> idiots. From um, 1997. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, written by John Shorts Elder, directed by Stephen Dean Moore, original air date May 3rd, 1998. Um, yeah, King of the Hill was airing by now, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. They had their crossover by now Oh, with yeah, because that Star. was in Bart
1: Star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where King of the Hill actually shows up.
0: Oh yeah, we drove all the way from Ireland for this. And that's it. Yep, <laughs> that's all we need. That's, <laughs> that's all the you joke. Need. You don't yep.
2: need two episodes, Family Guy.
0: Nope, nope.
2: <laughs> I, not to name names.
1: <laughs> and at the time, that was like that was considered a wild. It's remarkable restraint now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like so much of season nine is. Cons- could be considered to be remarkable restraint considering where season 30 ends up. <laughs> 32 now. 32 now, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I. think like just having the small sequence of The King of the Hill is a funny little bit, but we've already litigated that on our episode Bart Star. Did you watch the recent Halloween special? Did I? Projects? I did not. I. Uh, we've had a We had an email come in that
0: told us to do it, and I haven't yet. Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, But I just, uh, it's interesting because Julia Prescott wrote the recent episode. Mm -hmm. She is also a podcaster, a Simpsons podcaster. Oh, really? So one day it could be us. (laughs) (laughs) One day
1: it could be us, but also, like, do you want to write an episode of the Simpsons? Oh, yeah.
0: A (laughs) Halloween episode? Yes. Yeah, a Halloween. Okay. Fair enough. 100%. Fair enough.
1: (laughs) The whole thing was written by one person? Yeah. Yeah weird which is wild right that's insane yeah
0: but i wonder if the, like i i haven't really delved deep into the treehouse episodes past where we are currently really yeah. um i wonder if they start to move to that Uh, format a bit more where it's still like a writer's room and there's still like you know the pitches and that kind of thing but they still credit it to all to run one writer rather than have each segment be a different writer. Yeah. Uh, That might be a thing they like transition into as the series goes on. I'm not sure.
1: It would definitely declutter the opening credits. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: If you want to do that, I don't know why. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta yeah. declutter, man. You gotta, yeah, gotta marry condo that shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> does this name does this
0: name inspire joy? No, get <laughs> out of here, Matt Graning. Put it in the bin. <laughs> Al Gene, <Jean>, no, no, <laughs> fuck you, no. You don't inspire joy to anybody. Not me, especially to hardworking tried. animation. Well, there's factor. no
1: chance we we get uh we're allowed to write a Simpsons episode. <laughs> After all the shit we've said about Al Jean. I mean, come on. He doesn't listen. The guy who, well, if they and were if we to ever, hire if, us. If
0: ever they were like, hey, maybe we want you to do this, we purge. We purge the <laughs> whole thing. Yeah. We
1: burn it down. We burn it down, and for some reason, there's only five episodes left. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the only ones we don't mention Al Jean in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um. <laughs> Anyway, I just uh, yeah, I was I was curious about watching it this time because I I have heard uh, both from yeah I think someone wrote in and told us about it and also just in general I've heard from people that it's a uh, uh, a pretty good one. No one's like raving about it, but they're like, hey, it's pretty good. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> which is good. about as much praise as The Simpsons gets these days. Mm. Yeah, 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 it's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's almost impossible for it to be good. Mm. But I'm glad. Like I think the ones like the Treehouse of Horrors are probably going to lean more that way than than a, a, a random episode because i i'm i'm almost convinced they just there's there's nothing left in the simpsons where they even know how to make a simpsons episode anymore because it's not the same show it's a it's a different show it looks completely different it feels completely different and it's a show like that, it's a zombie yeah it's a show that i don't like anymore <laughs> um and the The high definition, uh, aspect ratio and resolution, uh, really lends to that. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, it looks like every other
0: show now, um, doesn't have any... It doesn't like, have the charm. No. Of the hand-drawn, uh, hmm. poor, poorly animated sometimes with weird, uh, faces. <laughs> you weird, know? like
1: sometimes weird faces, sometimes the, the dubbing is, is too, like, sometimes they dub the wrong, the wrong words, um... And a lot of that is part of the charm mm. of the old show, mm-hmm. of the old full screen show. You could call it a different show completely when they switch to the to The, wide the high def, yeah. Because like the Simpsons movie doesn't look like the Simpsons. <laughs> and I used Hans Zimmer's really pretty good score to uh, accentuate our D&D episode mm. that we did. Mm. Um Ooh. 'Cause it's orchestral. Plug. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's highly orchestral and it's it's pretty epic, so I was like, well, why not? Why not use the Simpsons movie score? And it's good, it just doesn't feel like the Simpsons. Yeah. Did you use the Green Day part? <laughs> You'll have to listen to find
0: out.
1: I then they die. There's a funny joke in there where they have the teleprompter. Having them do the da 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 da, da, yeah. da as if they That's, need to be
0: told. It's funny how you mentioned that because I was just thinking, man, that was a dumb joke when they had the teleprompter. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I thought it was like
1: the funniest part of that because then like they start syncing and they play the nearer my god to thee as yeah, they sink. As they sink and die. It's not very funny. No.
0: I just think that like them singing da 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 is funny in and of itself and having the teleprompter takes that away for me. Oh, yeah. Did we talk about this on our episode? Probably. It's our
1: fifth anniversary special. Go back and listen to it. Yeah, let us know if we yeah. are repeating ourselves because
0: we don't know anymore.
1: <laughs> for all we know, everything we've said has been recorded.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> that's life. We could just cut we're just gonna cut the remaining episodes together using old audio clips of us. Yep. <laughs> we'll be able to do it. Call up the doctor.
1: <laughs> uh he just does that to you anyway, I know um so we let's talk, talk about, about let's talk about the episode um what did we think of it <laughs> overall? Camille, would you like to take the honors and start?
2: Sure, it's fun. I didn't know which one we were we were watching today, and then King of the Hill, I thought when it started. Uh, I got the sense, I'm like, oh, this one has something to do with Homer and Homer's size. And so mm. I thought it was, I think because the other episode is called King-Sized Homer. So I, right. I got it switched with that, and I thought I, we were watching that one. Um, and then as it progressed, I realized it was the power sauce one. Uh, and I I quite like uh, bits of this episode quite a lot. I think it's fun. I like mountaineering <laughs> stuff. I don't know why. Not personally. I've never... Climbed a climbing wall, it's, that's not something I want. But I do like movies and stuff about it. About so, climbing. Yeah, about um, climbing. So that was fun.
0: I just have a quick question. Sorry to derail, but only because I worry this will come up in normal conversation uh, before I want to ask this question. Do you know who played the two power sauce representatives, Camille? No. Okay. You know, Greg. Yes. Yeah. Um, so because I believe at least one of these people you very much like.
2: Oh, Val Kilmer?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That would have been awesome. I don't think he's ever a guest star. Yeah, any Simpsons. Uh, mm-hmm. So one is Steven Weber, who, who you might not know by name. Okay. Uh, he was in like Wings, that TV show Wings. Oh, okay. Um, he's like he's more TV. I know him more from TV anyway. And he starred as Jack
1: Torrance in Stephen King's The Shining. What? Wait. <laughs> The television movie that oh. Stephen King made—I uh, didn't know
0: that existed.
2: <gasps> what? Oh, that's so on brand with yeah. Stephen King. Yeah. Was this oh after God. the Kubrick film?
1: Oh hell yeah! It was in the mid '90s. Yeah. He was like, course. he was like, I'll show him. Yeah. It was when like it was when networks couldn't get enough of splitting Stephen King novels into two <gasps> movie-length yes! miniseries. Yeah. I or like that. six VHS tapes. Yeah, like the, you the stand, like the fucking stand, <laughs> exactly like the fucking stand. Um, and The Shining, I guess, was one that he was like, "Well, I have money. I'm gonna put all my clout behind this, and it's
0: gonna suck." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that, yeah, it's Stephen Weber. <laughs> um, that's Stephen Weber. But uh, the other guy is played by one Brendan Fraser.
2: <gasps> what? Right. Oh my goodness, that's And fun.
0: therein lies the problem with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go on. Uh, I will say, actually, I like this episode. This is a, this is a great episode. I, I really like it. But I don't like the power sauce reps. I think they're the weakest part of the mm. episode. And I think it's because they don't give them anything to do, really. And I love Brendan Fraser. And I remember when I was a kid, finding out that he voiced this guy. and I was And once I found that out, I was like, ooh. And I went back to watch it to like... To hear it, you know, mm-hmm. now that I knew it was him. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> He's kind of a nothing. They're, they're nothing characters, really. And I'm like, what's the point of bringing in two quote unquote celebrities mm-hmm. for this episode for those two characters when they could have just had like Dan and Harry do them or, you know, mm-hmm. Dan and Hank, Harry and Hank, whatever. Any combination of those regular voice actors.
1: When did you, when, when did this episode air? 1998? Ninety, uh, 98, yeah. So let's really dive into how big of a celebrity. Uh, Brandon Frazier Fraser, yeah, Brandon, Brandon Fraser was Blast West. from the past This this is, this is like In his
0: prime He's Right It's ni- right before the mummy 1999 mm-hmm. is, is when he's gonna explode Yeah he'll explode But he's he in has... his prime In the sense that He's doing a lot Yes He's he, not like a big Mega star yet But he's done hmm. a. I think he's done a, I think he's already done George of the Jungle Hasn't he He's gonna
1: he's, he's gonna Encino be man Huge in 99 When Blast from the past The mummy okay. And Dudley Do Right All come out Right in the same year, maybe the same summer, um, it's it's going to be wild for him. So
0: yeah, at this point, he has done. Uh, George of the Jungle is probably his biggest starring that would, movie. That would be all he needs to be on the Simpsons Yeah, um, and then yeah, because the, that's ninety seven, and then ninety eight, he does the movies Still Breathing. Okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and Gods and Monsters. Oh, oh, shit. He'd, oh, right. He's in Gods and Monsters. Big Oscar play for everyone but him. Yeah. Aww. Um, Nothing super notable before that. I mean, he was in Airheads, which is a, a, a smaller little comedy that I really like. Yeah. Um, also an early uh, Adam Sandler uh, movie. And uh, Steve Buscemi. Those are the three. Uh, did you ever see Airheads? Come here. It's like these uh, three musicians. Um, they're in a rock band, and they... Mm-hmm. Uh, hold a radio station hostage to play their <gasps> demo tape.
2: Oh, wait. Yes, I have. Yeah. I have seen that. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, it's very uh, it's like. A, it's a fun little, it's m- like, fun little comedy. Yeah, I feel like it's a double feature with like Empire Records. Oh,
0: yeah. that would be nice. Yeah. 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 It's got like, yeah, it's got uh, um, Michael McKean, Judd Nelson, David Arquette, Michael Richards, um, Joe Mantegna, Fat oh, Tony nice. himself uh, in supporting roles. Anyway, uh, but yeah, he's done Airheads, which is it, it is arguably a starring role, but it was a kind of a, a sleeper, like no one really. Paid attention to it. He did in *See No Man*. That's one of his earliest movies, and he did *School Ties*, which I think was a uh, pretty uh, big drama role for him. Um, yeah, oh. he's like
1: he's in that. Like I think Matt Damon's in that. Uh, I it's think it's Affleck. It's, it's maybe both. It's a. It's it kind of both. like <laughs> a Damon <laughs> and Affleck are both in it. It's kind <laughs> of like a scent of a woman like prep school. Chris thing. O'Donnell.
2: Ah. Uh. And
1: um, that's not just because Chris O'Donnell's in it, <laughs> but it is like that prep school thing where like there's. There's these kids at a prep school, and he's, he
0: basically he's a Jewish sucks. Uh, student. <laughs> he's a, he's a Jewish student, and like they hate Jews, so he oh has yeah. to like hide his Jewishness. Oh god! Um, and then they find out, and they <gasps> are mean to him.
2: Oh no! Oh.
0: <clears throat> I've never actually seen it, but that's that's that the uh, good. that's the I think plot. It's on as crave far as I, right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so scent of a
1: woman, and it's not good. Oh, most <laughs> of these movies aren't really that good.
2: Oh, but they're like the ones they that fall trick you?
1: In, yeah, they fall into the like Dead Poet Society, Send of a Woman, School mm. Ties, where it's all like, this could be good, but it's just it's bad. It's mm. not very good. Like um, Dead Poet Society is probably the best out of those that I just mentioned, okay. and even that isn't great. It has a great performance in it. Maybe a few, but otherwise it's not a very great movie. I'm sorry if that offends mm. anybody, but not a big. I'm talking about our listeners here. Oh. <laughs> if they're real big Robin Williams stands. I'm not coming down on his performance in that movie. He's in great in that one. Dead Poets Society. Dead Poets? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's
0: he's good in it. Yeah, I would agree the movie's not great. Yeah, but
1: he's very good. It's something about those like headmaster movies where like everyone goes to yeah. school
0: in a tie and a.
1: Mm-hmm. The prep school thing, I'm just like, fuck off. Yeah, I don't prep care. school movies.
0: That, that was like a, yeah, that was definitely a weird kind of genre in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Late 80s, early Late 80s, 90s. Early 90s, 90s yeah. We were hanging out in prep schools. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then
2: I feel like it turned into like the salacious version because we got tired and then you got like cruel, cruel intentions intent- and black skulls. <laughs>
0: yeah. Black skulls. Do you mean the skulls?
2: The skulls. Oh, wait. <laughs> is that the name of their dumb fake society? Is the black skulls? No, it's just the skulls still. wait, what's black skulls? Oh,
0: there's black sails. I don't know. <laughs> oh, with the there's, there's <laughs> a pirate show yeah on a on a pirate like, ship They're pirates a, but
2: they're like prep it's pirates a black
0: sail <laughs> with a
1: white skull on it cuz <laughs> skulls are typically white they're, they are white when they, normally oh. yeah. unless you burn them well, yeah unless they're burned <laughs>
2: burn skulls that's what i'm thinking the of skulls. that's yep. it yeah yeah secret society we all nah. know of nuts The skulls
0: guys let's start a secret society called the burn skulls the burn skulls burned not skulls. burnt <laughs> bird skulls where we just skulls. burn
2: skulls all the time you got skulls we'll burn them
0: you know it um so alan you like y- this episode yeah so i just wanted before we move off of brandon fraser yeah. uh he literally a year from the air date of this episode is the release date of the mummy <gasps> yeah so it's like like may 7th 99 this was may 3rd 98 uh so like uh, he might have been filming it by now i'm not Probably. sure yeah but um, i mean
1: he does have three movies released in
0: 1999 um, so he's yeah filming last from the past the mummy dudley do right all come out 99 yeah. uh 2000 is bedazzled Uh, Sinbad, Beyond the Veil of Mists. And this is where it starts to... 2001 is Monkey Bone, Mummy Mummy Returns. Okay, okay. Mummy Returns saves Mm -hmm. him for a while. Mm -hmm. Then 2002 is just The Quiet American.
1: Oh, with uh, Michael Caine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's an Oscar nominee, a prestige, Mm -hmm.
0: uh, prestige film. And then 2003 is where things start to go wrong because he has a uncredited cameo as himself in the hit film Dicky Roberts former child star oh dear <laughs> uh, and then he's also he's the essentially the main role in Looney Tunes back in action which That's was supposed mm-hmm. to be the big like Looney Tunes return to form and it was a bomb yeah. Uh, and then he does Crash in 2004, Best okay. Picture winner. Best Picture winner. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes it, it but best it won picture Best winner. Picture. So <laughs> it was the Green Book of its time. Sure was. Um, As and he's, he's one of the ensemble, you know. Fifteen weird. years go by, we
1: learn nothing.
2: <laughs> crash
0: Crash uh, 2. Crash Super 2. Crash. crash 2, Green Book. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the South this time. And then yeah the 2000s are not too kind to him. Um, he does a movie called Journey to the End of the Night. Not not but he does Journey to the Center of the gonna Earth. That's what I was going to say. He does Journey to the Center of the Earth 4 years or 2 years later. That's a pretty big unrelated films. Is that a pretty is that a is that a hit? Journey to the Center of the Earth? I think so cuz they did a sequel They with, did, uh, but they replaced him with <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I mean oh. that's a level up. Yeah. Uh, box, yeah, it was a huge hit. Uh 244 million box office uh, on a Sixty million budget. Great. Okay. Yeah. Things really, are, okay. He's still <laughs> a he's still a superstar.
2: Yeah, and I feel like if if I, even just like speaking for myself, if I'm gonna be replaced by anyone on a project, I want it to be the rock. Yeah, sure. You know? If I'm gonna be replaced by anyone in life, I want it to be the rock. Of course. Like I want the rock to date Brayden from now on <laughs> you know I'm like like if I would I would be sad and I would be confused like but he's a celebrity I think he's married to someone else but I would be like that's so awesome though I get good it good for them good for them
0: um, 2008 actually oh, is
2: always oh, <laughs> picking him up and putting him down 2008
0: is almost a uh, like another three movie three big movie year for him because yeah. he has Journey to the Center of the Earth yeah. uh, the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor
2: the yak yak <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: and Incart. art <Inkheart>. <laughs> Well, was like a, uh, you know, I don't think it did a let's see how it did. I'm not sure if it did well at all. Um oh nope, very poorly. Yeah. Uh budget 60 million. Can you guess what the box office was? Okay, Inkheart. <laughs> Um, have you heard of Inkart? Do you know? Ink- yes, yes, I read I have. the
2: book, and then I remember oh. the movie had Andy Serkis in it with no <laughs> right, with like no prosthetics. I or anything. haven't seen it.
0: You're correct. He plays Capricorn. Yeah, I'm gonna say it Capricorn. did. Is this a movie about astrology? What is this? <laughs> 80. 80 mil. Yeah, Camille, do you want to guess? 14. 14 mil. Yeah big big disparity there. Yeah, yeah, very not confident at all in this movie. Camille is. <laughs> uh, so budget of 60 million, box office 62 million. Oh no. 450,000. <laughs> That's much oh. better than
2: I thought.
0: Oh no. <laughs> So, ouch oh, <laughs> to no. uh, Um
1: And Tomb of the Dragon Emperor did do very I think also wasn't very well. great.
0: Uh, But let's take a look, because I'm curious. Because uh, Camille and I saw that in theaters together. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I saw it on Movie Central. Oh, are you kidding me? This movie... This movie did amazing. Did it? Really? Yes.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay.
0: Budget of 145 million makes oh, sense wow. for a mummy. That's a threequel. That's huge. Yeah, that's pretty huge, mm-hmm. and especially because they're replacing Rachel Weiss.
1: Don't they spend yeah. most oh of God. the time in that movie in a tomb?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bottle movie. It's just like we're in this tomb. How do we get out of here? It's just. It's just like a. It's. It was written by Aaron Sorkin, and it's just like dialogue. <laughs>
2: <laughs> one continuous
0: take. Like, what, are you, what are you doing in here? I don't know. I'm in a tomb. What are you doing? I'm that's, also in a tomb. Listen, tombs are great. That's why it costs. <laughs> that's my Aaron Sorkin, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Bad impression.
1: Don't worry. His movies don't sound like they're spoken. <laughs> so <laughs> They don't sound like people in those movies. They, uh, they sound like talking points.
0: Box office 403 million. <gasps>
1: Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: Okay, so it did very well. That's a hit. Um, I wonder how much that is uh, international, though, uh, just out of curiosity, because I feel like the Chinese market probably—I mean, the Jet Li factor yeah. would um, push
1: you over the edge. I
0: Can't find it. Oh, That's marketing. probably
1: why they couldn't afford Rachel Vice. Um, and they replaced her with Maria Bello, who is no yeah. slouch either. Yeah, which is great, but... crazy that she's playing the same character. Yeah, it's wild.
2: Yeah. Strange so domestic choice.
0: was 102 mil. Okay, okay. Uh, crossed, and so like about that. 300 mil uh, for international. So, so yeah.
1: massive crossover
0: movie. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. So good work to Mr. Fraser. Um, but yeah, so that's his. I mean, that like was I a said, big year. That was big year 2008. Two he got two hits. huge hits, mm-hmm. and then incart not a hit. But you know, he's, it's fine. He's got, got two others. Like, who needs a third? Mm. And he's uh, like,
1: Journey <laughs> to the Center of the Earth, that's like starting a new franchise for him. Yeah. Like, he's completing mm. one and starting another one.
0: What the fuck happens? Well, that's the thing. Uh, is it Furry
1: Vengeance? Is that what,
0: <laughs> is that the movie that, that, I mean, he is executive producer for that as well. So maybe that, wild. you know, um, he also did a movie called Standoff in 2012. Okay, uh, let's see, Escape but from w- Planet Earth from 2013. But okay, what what does he do immediately after 2008? Uh, he does nothing until like he has a uh, small cameo in GI Joe: The Rise of Cobra. Yeah, uh, in 2009, and then Extraordinary Measures is his next like main role in 2010, and that's a movie I don't know anything about. It's got okay. Harrison Ford and Kerry C- Russell as well. Oh, yeah, that, that's the boring poster I remember seeing for that. Yeah, the garbage it's just, poster. It's, it's just Harrison Ford looking straight and Brendan Fraser looking at him with a bit of a side eye. Like, yeah. Yeah, what's up with this guy? I don't know. We'll never know. I don't know because uh, the movie looks boring, so yeah. I'm not going to see it. Um, it's a medical drama. It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's like a cancer movie. Is it really? Yeah. Great. Uh, yeah, then Furry Vengeance, also 2010. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm just looking, and there's nothing, like, major since then. Uh, I mean, I think we may have talked about this before, or maybe we are just talking as friends. Um, but he, he, like, he went through a bad divorce, yeah. and uh, he got very depressed, yeah. and he put on a lot of weight, yeah. um, and then, like, tabloids and stuff started, you know, making fun of him, and that helped his depression, or, like, you know, yeah. made his depression bigger. And so, like, he's just having, he's just been having a, a hard time. yeah.
2: Yeah, I have a hot inside take here. Oh, okay. I mean, it's from inside. 2018. <laughs> did you just call him? I did. <laughs> he took your um, call? He doesn't want to <laughs> talk because he's a bit shy about it. Um, But, okay, so this is this is from um, a UK article from early 2018. So, whatever, not super current. But um oh, okay, it says, yeah. okay, so I clicked on it because it said, Brendan Fraser claims he was blacklisted from Hollywood after alleged sexual assault. Yeah. So, because of... Um, the context of the world, I'm like, oh my God, like who did, who did he touch? And like he says, no, like he was assaulted by a Hollywood executive. Yeah. So shame on me for Aww. assuming <laughs> he assaulted someone from that headline. Shame on you. Uh, standard.co.uk for you could, ha- you could have had a slightly clearer title. Okay. But mostly anyway, anyway, shame um, on
0: Philip Burke, the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which yes. is the person he alleges sexually assaulted him. Uh, he also, his oh. uh, his mother died and uh, had a divorce. This is all around the same time. Yeah. So it was just this whole miasma of things. Nice. That, uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> you yeah, nice. should have some of that treat. To, okay. No, no, wait.
2: No,
0: no, no. <laughs> oh, the beef. The beef is too powerful. <laughs> Oh, man. Can really taste the beef, none of the peanut butter. Yeah. Um yeah, so uh, I I really like Brendan Frazier. I think he's yeah. great, and I am very sad and sorry that those negative things happened to him. Uh <laughs> he has had uh I think some good like TV comeback stuff. Uh I have not watched it, but Doom Patrol, he's a he's a main role in Doom he's Patrol. It's fun,
1: like he's a voice. He's Oh he's a voice. Okay. He's mostly he's mostly voice. He has a few moments where he's like himself, but he plays a robot
0: man. Yeah,
1: so like someone mm-hmm. plays the physical robot
0: and he does the voice. Uh, he also, this is going back to when he was still in his prime, but uh, he played a pretty pivotal role in Scrubs. That's right. Yeah. Uh, as uh, Jordan's brother, uh, yeah. who I really, I really love that character. Yeah. And it brings out a good side of Dr. Cox that yep. you don't see often if you're a Scrubs fan. It's, um,
1: you know, I was with that show for its entire nine uh-huh. season run, <laughs> uh, and uh, it doesn't uh, it like it doesn't hold up well. I don't think. No, I've rewatched it a bunch, and to 10, me, yeah. it's not because of like anything politically incorrect mm. about the show or anything like that. It's just it feels just eh.
0: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't yeah. it doesn't feel funny. I think it's it's one of those things where it was easy while I was watching it as it aired to kind of s- like grow with the movie, with the movie, <laughs> grow with the show as it were, you know, yeah. and like, because you watch the first episode and it's very goofy and it's very like silly and they have the like cutaway gags or the, you know, inside JD's head gags and that kind of thing. And then they like, and, and they introduce like, you know, the main characters, which, you know, Dr. Cox is this guy who's like, uh, kind of a jerk and talks a lot. And so they like, they establish all these like, uh tropes as it were for their cast for their uh their show and as the show progresses it leans into those the way we see a lot of the stuff happen in the simpsons with flanderization that kind of thing right yeah and it's i think it is something that happens with a lot of shows obviously and i think it's something that watching it as it aired it just made sense yep but rewatching it now i i and maybe because i have more of a critical eye now as an adult i don't know but I just I notice those things more and once it gets to the later seasons where they really like ham like have moments where JD has a daydream and then people are like, What's he doing? And it's like, oh, he does this all the time. You know, and they like they lampshade it and stuff like that, and it, it feels less good. <laughs> I don't know a better way to describe it, but yeah. it's just like less interesting. But uh I still maintain I think uh like a lot of shows, I think the first like three or four seasons are actually pretty good still. Um but yeah, it's just it it's definitely a lot uh more mediocre than I remember, yeah. as as you were you were saying. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but you, Brandon Fraser's really good in it, is what I was. He he is yeah. he
1: is very good in it. He's. Uh, do you guys want to do a deep dive on Stephen Weber? Uh, uh, <laughs> let's see wings. <laughs>
2: yeah, I want to say. You know what? Can I make a guess on yes. Stephen Weber for the person I'm thinking of? Was he in the smash hit, one of the greatest comedies of all time, Dracula, comma dead and loving it, colon dead and loving it. <laughs>
0: I believe he was, only because you said it. I'm he gonna Jonathan check. Harker? I'm going to check. Amazing. He is Harker, yes. yes. I, as soon as you said it, I'm like, yep, yes. I remember Steven oh, Weber oh, in that no. movie. It's been so long since I watched it, <laughs> but yep, he's definitely in it as Harker. Um, let's see, what else did he do? Um, I'm going to look at his movies first. So Dracula, Dead and Loving It is the first one. I Oh, no, sorry. Leaving Las Vegas, same year as Dracula, oh. Dead and Loving It. Um He's such a character actor. He's yeah, a, that's the thing. It's like he'll, I'm sure there'll be other things that. I mean, that's the thing. I'm not recognizing any of these movies. Um, the Big Year. Is that that bird watching one? Yeah, it is. Yeah. He was in that. Um, do <laughs> do you remember game? that movie? Greg? <laughs> yeah. No. Jack Black, Steve Martin, and uh, Owen Wilson. They're yeah, bird watching. No, I remember the poster.
1: They all have fucking like, and binoculars. binoculars yeah. And, yeah. I'm birds. Like, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to see this. It's a big
2: year for birds. It's a perfect movie to take. Your mom, too. Oh, okay. I Aww. took my mom to that movie. She oh, loved it. Yeah.
1: I would take my parents to see movies that they wouldn't see. I took my family to see 12 Years a Slave. That was oh, good for you. That was, yeah. that was hard in to theaters. To get them
2: in there or to watch it with them? To watch it with them mm.
1: with popcorn.
2: Right. Yeah, popcorn's a weird choice. For <laughs> it's them, a right? bad
1: choice for that movie. It's
0: not very well, I did the movie. exact same thing. Mm-hmm. I went to see it with our friend Charles and, uh, <laughs> both of us, I think, had like little things of popcorn, yeah. and we we're eating it. And both of us, at one point, just kind of like put our popcorns down. <laughs> we just like, yeah. we'll and we kind of looked at each other, like, "I can't eat popcorn right now. <laughs> we'll eat it after." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really. See, I mean, I'm sure some of these movies other people would recognize, but I don't. uh Sour grapes. I, I've heard heard of that movie. Is that it the sounds Leary like Dave? an
2: off-brand sideways?
0: <laughs> I think it's a yeah. I was gonna say that's a Larry David movie. Yep he wrote and directed that movie. Uh that's the only reason I know about it cuz I'm a big Larry David stan and but I won't watch his shitty movies. Um that he even said well he even says he's like that was a bad movie like he he kind of distances himself from it. Uh but TV uh, I think is yeah like Wings was his big show uh 1990 1997 172 episodes. Oh that's why he's on this episode then. Uh, uh, to 1997. Yeah, it would have just ended. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: 170 Jesus. Christ. Yeah, that's, that's what oh. I
0: mean. Um he was Just doing he, it all. Oh, here's a fun fact. He played I mean, let me see if you guys can guess what TV series this is. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh so he played a he he voiced a character in a TV series that's based on a movie. Um and the role that he plays is the main role and in the movie the role was voiced by Burt Reynolds.
1: And it's a m- it's a voice role.
0: Yes, it's Boogie an animated Nights show the series. Which one?
2: Boogie Nights the series. <laughs> <laughs> On adults. That's I was,
0: that's just porn. That's just, oh. it's just. <laughs> but no, it's animated though. So okay, so <laughs> the movie was was also animated. So so oh, yeah.
1: I understand. <laughs> it's an animated it's an animated film. Is it a Disney? No, it is not. No, it's w- the other one. <laughs> is it's Don Bluth? It's Don Bluth. It's a Don Bluth. Is it the Land Before Time series? No.
0: Okay. Fievel, Good guess so.
2: Five uh,
0: Also not FiveL. Also these are all great Don Bluth movies. <laughs> but I, do you know the one? This is this is also fun because you may not even realize Burt Reynolds voiced this character um, in the movie. In yeah. the movie that this series is based on. Yeah. Uh Burt Reynolds voiced the character Charlie B. Barkin.
2: All dogs go to all heaven. Dogs
0: I had no idea. Yeah, Charlie B. Barkin. Uh, great <laughs> character name for a dog. Mm-hmm. Uh All Dogs Go to Heaven, the series aired from nineteen ninety six to nineteen ninety eight. It was twenty episodes, so Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. not bad. Um, let's see. What else did he do that was big or at least there was a lot of episodes for? Uh Cursed. I've never heard of that show. Uh seventeen episodes. Uh Once and Again. Um Yeah, he's done a lot of guest, like single episode yeah. appearances mm-hmm. though. I remember him from uh, what you call it? Uh, Oh, shit. What's that? Uh, Party Down. Uh, did you uh, guys okay. see Party Down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an episode where he plays like a Russian mobster or something. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> um, oh, he was in, stu- speaking of Aaron Sorkin, he was a uh, main character in Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. He totally oh. was. Yeah. He totally was. I've seen that entire
1: show. Yeah? No, it Front it. to back. <laughs> it is, it has... It completely loses its way after episode three.
0: It's oh, no. It's crazy. You know what's funny? I've
1: watched episodes
0: one and two like <laughs> yeah. recently. Episodes one and two, good. Yeah. They're
1: solid, <laughs> sorkin, treacly
0: bullshit, and I love it. Do you know this, this show at all, Camille? Do um, you know what it's about?
2: I remember it came out at the same time as 30 Rock. Yeah, that's what most people remember. That's it's it. the it's reason,
0: a big reason it got canceled, because yeah. everyone's like, well, there's two yeah. like, SNL-esque shows. Mm-hmm. One's a comedy with Tina Fey. One's a drama with by Aaron Sorkin. Yeah. I'm going to go with the comedy. Yeah. But the thing is, the cast that he assembles for Studio
1: 60 is mm-hmm. incredible. incredible. Yeah. You got Matthew Perry. You got Bradley Whitford. Hell yeah. Yummy. <laughs> and... <laughs> and you've got Sarah Paulson and wow. Amanda Peet and just like uh, so Steven he- Weber. so many others <laughs> Steven Weber is in there he's playing a corporate dickhead with a heart that mm. that beats sometimes nice. you know sometimes he does the D. right L. thing DL Hewley. Yeah mm-hmm. um Nate Cordry. It's um it, it's a good cast they're performing it well but the whole idea of like what if SNL but like The West Wing, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know. What if? Yeah. What if it's like we, the behind the scenes like drama? And what if it meant politics. something? You yeah. know. What if? Cool. What if our sketches? What if people
1: cared? Nobody cares. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we should talk about The Simpsons some more. It has been forty-five minutes.
0: Uh. <laughs>
2: You can fix this. In post, I mean, these are right? our guest
0: stars this week. That's you know. Yeah. It's, it's apropos for the episode. Absolutely. And I do, completely Do you agree. guys agree that these characters are wasted, or do you like them? Stephen I, Weber,
1: <laughs> I'm not like whatever. Um, sure. Uh, <laughs> Brendan Fraser can clearly carry a bit a bit more. Yeah. Uh, probably an entire episode character. It's a very much like the Ray Patterson. Issue, yeah. Where it's like, oh, we brought this guy in. Granted, like it hasn't been nineteen ninety nine yet, and he's not like a huge megastar, the biggest yeah. star in the world,
0: box office draw in the world for a I moment.
1: Think? Yeah, yeah. He, like for that moment, for that he, moment he is alone, like, yeah. which is crazy. And but he still like headlines George of the Jungle. Mm-hmm. He's like the a top billed star. Yeah,
0: he's so. a, he's basically he's a rising star. Like yeah. I think that's why they cast him in this episode. Is they re- they kind of noted. He's gonna be a big star. Yeah, and, and they're they
1: absolutely right. right. And like, it's something that I don't even really care about in this episode. Just like, oh, there's a couple of guest stars, oh, Brandon Fraser, and it's very much like you being like when you're little, going back and seeing it again. It's yeah. like, oh, it's like, oh, okay. I don't really, well,
0: whatever. I think they also give Brandon Fraser the biggest whiff joke in the episode, which is this just in power sauce is amazing. Oh, yeah. Because that's such a that's such a like. It's clear they're like this is going to be a really funny joke, and it's just to me it's such a whiff. And I don't know if it's his delivery, I don't know if it's just the line itself, but it just it could have been because I I actually kind of like that little mini uh, TV show that they do where it's like the Power Saws Hour, mm-hmm. News Hour, or whatever. Uh, like I think that's a funny concept. Our top and only story. Yeah, and then they they close it with that joke that I think is just not very good. So, right, and mm-hmm. it's and I'm like I'm sad because I'm like. Oh, Brendan Fraser said that, and he's funny. Yeah, <laughs> it should have been funny. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he has that really incredible ability to play the. It's it's what makes the Mummy work is that he's he's both really cool. He's a scumbag and he looks convincing holding a gun and he's funny.
0: You know, what I think it is. I think it's just there's there's actors that I love. Uh, we'll say com- com- comedy actors specifically, and I love them for. There's two different versions of those kind of comedy actors that I love, and it's ones who are really good with their voice, and there's ones that are really good with their face. And I think Brendan Fraser falls in the face category more so than the voice. And that's mm-hmm. not to say he has a bad voice, but I think a big reason why the character doesn't work for me in this episode is because I don't see Brendan Fraser. I see the animated character. And his voice doesn't really lend anything too special to the character itself, Yeah, but him with his face and his reactions and that kind of thing in live action stuff is what I really love about him yeah you're
1: remembering scenes from the mummy you're remembering him running away yeah. and yelling like, like Betty <laughs> <laughs> that's what you remember yeah. from him and like and how and how wide he can make his eyes in his mm-hmm. mouth when he's like afraid and like when he screams
0: back at a mummy a mummy's yeah. like you know Brah! and he's like Brah! and I'm like yeah cool it's great it's a great movie it's a great movie I'd watch it right more now people should yeah. scream back at yeah. creatures that scream
2: yeah
0: <laughs> like don't, don't scream at me I'll scream at you <laughs> tomb of the dragon emperor guys. great movie <laughs> oh yeah masterclass in comedic filming it's true a- <laughs> um yetis do a field goal so
1: one of the things that i really enjoy about this episode just to move off of the, sure, the yeah. guest stars um is the mountain location the when when the simpsons are able to conjure springfield into being a new location I like more than them going to a place Mm. Mm. unless it's itchy and scratchy land because that feels (laughs) part of the universe Um,
0: like when it's just like surprise we have a giant mountain. Surprise
1: we have a mountain surprise we have a harbor. Surprise we have a tire fire. We have a gorge. We have the the gorge. We have an escalator to nowhere (laughs) Um, all these things that are just like used for the sake of the episode and then kind of stay there like mm-hmm. now, Springfield has mountains. Yeah, that's fun. Right? It has a gorge and it has mountains. Um, and it has the, it has all these things now. And I, I just really like the, the, the evol- the evolution of, of Springfield in like the Murder Horn is uh, is, uh, as part of like whatever mountain range this is. Probably the Rockies. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the good one. Uh, <laughs> and, um, I just really like it I like, the, I like the animation I like that they put some time into it and I like that they gave us a classic Simpsons dream sequence on the mountainside mm-hmm. I think that's very yeah, funny it's a, fun it's a very fun bit yeah. that mm-hmm. is uh, very welcome in the third act and I also like the the epic story that this is that, that this is telling it, it does so in a way that like to be honest the episode feels long but not in a bad way to me because it starts with it, it has a big time jump in it. it starts with the with the barbecue with, with the yeah church picnic um we see that it's it's a it's going to be about Homer in Bart's eyes how how Bart views his dad and yeah. how Homer doesn't want to disappoint his son and how he doesn't want to disappoint his son and I like that which a is, lot which
0: is a you know a storyline they've gone back to a bunch yeah, but, it, but it's for a good reason like it's one that's relatable and works you it's know? elemental. everyone it's, has a father.
1: it's human. You know, right?
0: ever right? Are you asking me?
2: <laughs> like biologically, yeah.
0: Like like theoretically, everyone has biological father. Right, right.
1: Yeah, is
0: what? that how that works? Why are you, <laughs> are you confused? Do you need me
1: to draw my dad you? Dad hasn't d- called me in a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> right.
2: Oh, Alan's dad. Alan's call dad him. pick up the <laughs> phone. Pick up the phone. <laughs> I can get Brandon Fraser to call you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Will you be my dad? Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, Sorry where were we? <laughs> I cut you off to make a bad joke And now I've <laughs> lost the track uh, The epic
1: scope yes. of
0: the
1: uh, Of the episode When he starts exercising at night I'm like oh man I feel this guy I get no. this Because how many times Honestly like how many times Have you gone to bed and Been like tomorrow's the day um, tomorrow's. Let me, let me think. Every day of my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like when I'm when I'm in bed and I'm like, and I'm f- I'm feeling all of the excess <laughs> shit. That's that's just me. You try um, to grab some flab and you're yeah. like, uh, and like uh, I can oh, feel a bunch. There's so much and it's like, I'll do it. It's tomorrow's the day. I'm gonna do it. And it's like, I wish I had, I wish I had a dog to keep it secret. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, so if I fail, nobody, nobody knows.
0: Um,
2: (laughs) What's the wildest either diet or exercise fervor anyone's ever done?
0: Hmm. Good question. Oh,
2: I have an answer that's kind of similar to the power sauce bar. Yeah, go for it. Um, So there were no newspaper, there were no Chinese newspapers involved. But what I... I was at university and I was like, um, working and it was, it was, uh, winter time. I remember there being a lot of snow and I was like, I have the desire to lose some weight, but I don't know how, and I'm not really committed to learning. Uh, but you're like, Oh, it's simple math. You either like exercise more or eat less or combo of that. I'm like, yeah, but if that was that simple, this would be a lot easier. Um, mm-hmm. but I read in a magazine that Christian Bale, when he does all his scary thin movies, oh he my. would just eat apples, oh. black coffee and smoke cigarettes. Oh no. And I, <laughs> don't smoke nor have i so i thought well okay i've got to kick that third of it out and i said i could get apples and coffee though so i started drinking coffee and i started eating a lot of apples
0: did it and work what were the results
2: i mean it must have lasted uh two days okay <laughs> but in my mind i'm like yeah that was quite a trek wasn't it um grows grape- so
1: like your grape cleanse yeah.
2: <laughs> You know i forgot about it until the end of it like it lasted like oh no greg knows a very specific example of, so then a couple so flash forward to like a year Last and a half year. ago <laughs> and yeah, I, didn't we I talk I,
0: about this on yeah the podcast? we did I think we yeah. did.
2: so just to reference back uh yeah i did a, i attempted to do a <laughs> grape cleanse and i got less than a day and, and like my mouth hurt from the grape acids. Yeah. <laughs> all i wanted was anything the
0: else miasma of grapes um <laughs> I, I have, I mean, the thing is, yeah, I've tried so many things throughout my life, um, and they've, I think the longest any of them has stuck has maybe been a week, uh, I just hate exercise, (laughs) I really do, um, but I also, like, I like it in... I like it if it's got a purpose, and this is like my dumb brain. It's the same thing when like, people are like, let's go for a walk. I'm like, where are we walking to? It's like, just a walk. I'm like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> if we're walking to a place, I'm happy to do a walk. Like I like walking, but I just don't want to walk for the sake of walking. Now now I have a dog, so like that's a very different story because I walk him, and <laughs> it's that kind of. But at least I'm like, this is good for him. That's a purpose, you know? though. Yeah, that's that, the thing.
1: The yeah. walk <laughs> of a dog gives you the purpose because you know what the purpose is? Keeping this thing alive, yeah, and <laughs> and and you love this thing, I do,
0: and it loves you when you walk it, <laughs> and no other time, no other um, time. But the, th- even with that, though, like sometimes I'm like, all right, where are we going to walk to today? Like I, I plot it out in my head, like okay, I'm going to walk to that park, and we're going to hang out in that park for a bit, and then we're going to walk back, or I'm going to walk to the river. We're going to walk down, you know. Like I, I have still like a, a destination in mind. I'm not just walking for the sake of walking. Um, I tried this thing, this app called Run Zombies Run.
1: Have <laughs> okay. you heard of this? Maybe?
0: Uh it's it, it seemed like the right thing at the time. I think a big problem is I did it in the winter, so like, it was, oh, like yeah. it was a bad choice in that sense, but I don't know, you know, you can't control when you get the urge to be a better person. Um I it's this little app that uh plays like an audio story. Where it'll be like, all right, uh, uh, runner, runner number six, you're here at the 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 facility, and uh, there's been a zombie outbreak, as we all know, and you know, like it's this this apocalyptic world, and then like so you listen to this story, and like while you're listening to the story, you walk, and then at at certain points it'll be like, look out, zombies, and you have to run, and so you have to run while like you hear like Mm. zombies like chasing you, and.
2: Greg is grimacing yeah. for all of you listening, Great. but it was
0: like, oh, this is good because it, you know, makes it feel more like a game or yeah, something, yeah, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing with me is I really need to gamify uh, exercise mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And you know, I tried like the Wii Fit and like things like that as well, and they didn't stick mostly because I didn't own any of those things. So I just played them at people's houses. Um, but I just I feel like there's some there's got to be something out there that hasn't been invented yet that's the perfect way for me to exercise but it seems like people don't want to create those things they're just like oh we just we have all these all these gyms in the world and that you can't go to that you can't go to right now or but, probably shouldn't yeah mm-hmm. but you know like that's just like those are that's such an industry that it's just like and so enough people go to them yep. that it's like no one's gonna try to innovate it and anyway. well hmm. here's mine <laughs> it's been
1: a lot um when this started, we did a thing called Joe Wicks. Um, he would do uh, 30 minute uh, or 20, I guess, 25 with the warm-up. Anyway, he would do the – not that I'm counting. Uh, <laughs> he would do these uh, exercises, high-impact interval training, hit training. Um, it was tough. It was fun. We would do it together. But, like, honestly, there was only so much of that that – you could really, that I can really take. Mm. I don't know if this, if that felt the same way for you, because we tried it, like you, you joined us several times. Yeah. Um, but it, for me, it was just like, I don't know if I can do this every week. Um, but before that, I was going to the gym every the day. The guy, mm. I was going <laughs> to the gym every day before COVID mm-hmm. broke out. It's true. Like I would, Um, Even when we were in in England, Mm -hmm. I had my membership to Anytime Fitness, and I could go to the one there. They had ones there? (laughs) Yeah. Um, What was was it like there?
2: Was there just like those penny-farthing bikes and...
1: Every like. single, yeah, no. Every single bike that, like, all the stationary bikes yeah. had a giant front yeah. wheel, mm-hmm. like a penny farthing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's tea stations everywhere. There's, oh, okay. Instead of water, you push the button and yeah. piping hot tea <laughs> wow. would come out. It's, it's a burn station, right? right yeah. Um, yeah. And every single, uh, every single screen that you could exercise with was just Monty Python Flying Circus. <laughs> Just over and over again. England. Uh <laughs> so no, I was Mr. Go there- Bean was the <laughs> was the trainer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he didn't ever give you any feedback. No. It was just a lot of gesturing and like oh,
1: And the shoes were all <laughs> Chelsea boots. Um I don't know if that's British. It's probably no, Australian. Yeah. Anyway. Um I, when when I was there, I would take the bus across the river to go and walk to this place, mm. and I would go there and I would do like an hour's worth of of exercising. And like when I worked at the military museums again, I would just go after work all the time. And me forcing myself to go and do it was really nice because it's the first time I was ever able to do that, mm. and it lasted for over a year. I was able to do it. And now it's gone. <laughs> and do you have a switch? Do I have a switch? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, we have an. There's, there's a game called Ring Fit, I think. Here's the problem, okay. <laughs> but um, I really like playing team sports. Uh huh. Yeah. That's the time I can exercise with people. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine with me. I love doing that. But if I'm going to exercise just for the sake of exercising, I I I don't like doing it in my house. Oh, gotcha. Ooh. I like being able to go somewhere mm. and do it. Like, do it.
0: So it's like a yeah.
1: To me, it's that right. It's it's my brain. It's me tricking my brain into being like, well, this is the objective, right? right? The game is get there, yeah. do the thing, come back, eat dinner. <laughs> There's your reward. You get to have dinner. It's pretty good. Um, pretty good reward. And I lost like twenty pounds doing That's- it. <laughs> who knows if that stayed, I don't know, right? It great. It's quarantine, yeah. right? So anyway, that's that was mine. Thank mm-hmm. you for asking that question. Yeah. That was a good question. Well,
2: I think it's interesting because I feel like, um, obviously not to speak for everybody listening as well, but I feel like, I feel like Homer's, like it's, it's a cartoon and he's a specific fake person and he <laughs> takes a very specific like uh, fitness, weight loss journey, whatever you want to call it kind of thing. Um, but I feel like that's so, that's so, like that resonates so strongly with, everybody um and everyone's got I mean there's like a million different uh paths out there and I feel like everyone's got a weird combination of like I don't know I tried this thing and it didn't work and I tried this other weird thing and like all of that is all of that is part of whatever you're doing I think it's the most natural thing in the world to be like I did this thing for three weeks (laughs) we did PE class on the internet with this British guy and like (laughs) it was great like I'm totally fine we're not doing that anymore that's Yeah. yeah I feel like my joints would start to Breakdown. <laughs> a lot of. I've gone back a, a couple of, of times. Yeah.
1: Just to like, get the calories mm. burned off, but that's really not a good way to live. <laughs> you know. Um,
2: you got to treat yourself with uh, peanut butter and natural beef flavor yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like really the,
1: the nice that's thing important. is we're having a real fall right now, so after this, I'm probably gonna actually go for a walk and not. Just for fun I'm gonna go like pick up something from the store right but I'm gonna walk <laughs> nice. there because it's nice out yeah sick see I need an objective yeah mm-hmm. walking just to do a loop is I'm I'm like I go crazy mm-hmm. I my brain starts shutting down yeah.
2: I use it as podcast listen time. If I'm not like going to the grocery store or mm-hmm. something, I'm like, okay, yeah. we gotta walk long enough that you can listen to the whole episode because you don't wanna like chop it up. You wanna right. listen to all of Two Bad Neighbors. <laughs> interesting,
1: <laughs> interesting. So we're gonna make this a. 170 minute episode (laughs) For you Just for you (laughs)
2: Thanks I only listen to my own episode Oh Uh, we know Uh, So (laughs) I feel so seen Uh,
1: But I think Did you hear Brayden's episode? It's the longest episode we ever did
2: (laughs) Of course it is (laughs) What a delight! He did so. Yeah, I don't think he said this. Probably doesn't want me to say it. He did so much like research. And he brought a notebook. He came in before and he said, "Do you have a notebook and a pen? I forgot to bring a notebook and a pen for my notes." <laughs> I said, "Oh, it's
0: so cute." Uh, it's but weird.
2: now he's dating the Rock, so. Uh, dang <laughs> oh, dang it! Oh
0: God, we wish them the best. Uh, yeah.
2: But one thing
0: that I remember always resonated with me with this episode, even when I first saw it, was uh like we're talking about homer's journey in his fitness regime as it were and what i really liked is that it made it very realistic to me because it wasn't um it it, it didn't use the kind of cartoony thing where like suddenly homer's like ripped you know like yeah. he's like he's like jacked out of his mind like they do with a later episode with march um <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, no, like he's put on some muscle and he's lost a little bit of weight and he just feels healthier and looks a bit better. But it's not like mm-hmm. he's a completely different person. He's still got his belly and he's yeah. still got, you know, they can mm-hmm. still grab flab in a lot of spots. But but he feels more confident and he looks a little better. He's and, working you know, on those vanity on muscles. Those on those yeah. biceps, yeah. bro. Yeah. Just yeah, getting those, getting swole, getting gains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. And getting those
2: pointy elbows they animate. <laughs> right. I love those. Yeah, yeah, those are great.
0: But I remember watching it uh, for the very first time way back then, and and just being like, oh, like that's great that they didn't like overdo it. They just made it a realistic. This is what would probably happen to Homer if he actually did work out every night for. I, I mm-hmm. don't remember if they mentioned two months how, two is months? it two months? Yeah,
1: yeah. They wow. even have. I love that they have the title card that says two
0: months later. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and that it doesn't happen overnight. That's yeah. that's that's, that's the other very thing, yeah. nice. Um, and yeah, I like, I like the, the episode as a whole, uh, you know, I definitely was going into it, uh, trepidatious as I always do with these season nine, especially the late season nine. Like I think Mm -hmm. I've said the first half of season nine at at least has a a lot of episodes I really like still. Mm -hmm. And the second half is mostly duds. I think this is a, a a bright, a brighter spot. It's still not like I'd still not probably listed as a favorite. Uh, in general. It's probably a, a, a high one in the season, though, for me. Hmm. Um, like, at least, you know, once we get to our top fives, I wouldn't doubt that it probably will show up on there. Um, but, uh, yeah, because the, the opening is really good uh, with uh, the, the picnic, um, and that ties nicely into the main plot, which, like Greg said, is like Homer feeling kind of... Like he let his son down, you know, that he's a disappointment or an embarrassment to his son, um, which causes him to work out, which causes the... Like... A to B, like, all f- follows really nicely and is plotted really well in this episode. It isn't, like, weird things out of nowhere, no badger plots, no other weird things that we've seen in <laughs> a lot of season nine, uh, and late seasons, obviously, after this. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the whole uh, murder horn thing is, like Greg said, very, like, epic in scope and and feels like a, a fun adventure episode again, uh, which I like, and... Um, has a satisfying conclusion, <laughs> which is which is wild, not normal for this season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they actually
1: the th- so when I was when we were watching the ending, I was like i can't remember if i like this ending mm-hmm. um and i was like uh, like take a look up there boy and he's like i just see a metal pole mm-hmm. and, he's, and he looks up and i'm like i don't in the moment i'm like i'm not sure if i liked that because i'm like wouldn't it be nice if they could sincerely have him show the flag yeah. and then he's like ah oh, damn it and <laughs> wax it and then bart says it doesn't matter I see it. You did it. You're the coolest dad in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, they did it."
0: Yeah. They because d- without that final line by Bart, it yeah. could be exactly what you said where it's the cynical stuff that we are used to in this season where it's just like, "Look up there" and it's just like, "Oh, it's just pulling." He's like, "Ah, oh, I failed again." da. Simpsons. Yeah.
1: And it it the fact that it doesn't shows shows to me that they can do it. This writer's room is capable of ending a show without that cynical Hmm. just gross cynicism that has been permeating specifically the last 60 seconds of nearly every episode in season 9. So the fact that they can do it and haven't well that's a point for you (laughs) Alex.
0: Yeah, um, like it's
1: a point for this episode. Yes, I think yeah. it's a it's a huge boon for this it episode that, that they If it
0: ended poorly, it it would probably color my opinion a yeah. bit more. You know,
1: but it's also a huge strike against the season as a whole. Yeah, the fact that they can,
0: they, they just d- don't think they it's don't worth do it, or they don't have confidence in doing. Yeah. It. I don't. Again, we can't put ourselves in that writer's room, yeah. mm-hmm. but it definitely seems just like going through these episodes, and we're almost done season nine. Everybody, um going through them all, it definitely seems like they're less confident in themselves when it yeah. comes to endings specifically, but also a lot of the jokes. And uh, even like an early joke in this episode uh, where he he does the thing with the beer on his belly. Yeah. And I'm like, this is great. He like drinks it with because I'm like, I've probably done that before. <laughs> it's, still, it's like something I would have done. But then it goes a bit too far and it does the cartoony like thing where it crushes it with his belly. And I'm like... It was funnier without that because like that's realistic and yeah. also like a funny like, ah, can he do this? And I'm like, No. No, <laughs> probably not. But you that's couldn't. you know, but that's uh that's fun. And then, then it I'd,
1: turns into no one can do what yeah, you Yeah, like did. literally
0: impossible mm-hmm. physics are happening now, yeah. and so it's less funny. But uh small, you know, small complaint about the episode. Obviously that's just like a thing in in the Simpsons in general, that even in the golden years I often have problems with some of the jokes that go a bit too far, a bit too out of the realm of realism um but uh yeah i it really made me want to drink a beer from my belly (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i haven't had beer in the house since summer i should go grab a six pack there's your mission for your walk Ah, (laughs) Ah, there we go get myself some beer to you know to to replenish
2: those calories that you burned counteract this
1: burning (laughs) Mm -hmm. these burning calories Mm -hmm. i gotta pull it off yeah (laughs) it's like whoa there um, Give me some of those back.
0: Canyonero. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, arrow, <laughs> Yeah. So circling back real quick, yeah. because I definitely cut Camille off, and then we went on a wild deep dive into <laughs> Brandon Fraser. Uh, mountaineering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you said, <laughs> I know, because I did want to talk about that, because when you mentioned it, uh, is you, you love the idea of mountaineering. Yeah. You don't want to mountaineer yourself.
2: No, it's purely like I, <laughs> I like watching. I like taking in mountaineering media I guess. <laughs> um totally vicariously like I have no like if someone said hey you want a prize you win in all expenses like trip up Mount Everest 100% no, no I will I'll die take on the, that mount. can I take
0: money instead please yes yeah. 100% I'll trade but in. Yeah.
2: I love like the movie Everest fucking great uh, I mean, fucking great I feel like I watched. it I haven't like seen it but it looks year. too cold it's very cold it's I don't very, like cold movies um, it's cold it's dark it's great to it's watch windy in the it's a it's really windy. windy movie oh yeah it's sad. Uh, you
0: know what I mean though cold does anyone silly. else like not like I just don't I don't like cold movies. I oh, love cold. I love them. Movies. Oh, I it makes me like feel them.
2: so cozy. No, yeah. it makes me
0: feel cold.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Get under a blanket.
0: I watched The Shining
1: again obviously and uh <laughs> that is a cold movie. But it's
0: mm-hmm. it it has cold moments for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't call it as a Everyone whole. Everyone in cold. the movie starts bundling up yeah, more like, and more as like as, as it goes the house on. gets yeah. And then obviously the ending with the, uh, very uh, cold. the snow, very cold. Yeah. But like I'm okay with scenes that are cold. When the whole movie is cold, it just it's tough for me. So that's why I'd never seen Everest for that ah. reason. I saw the preview and I'm like, ah, that cool. movie, that movie's going to be cold the whole mm. time. It yeah. is. You're
2: right. It is that the whole time. Like that's at least Vertical good.
0: Limit has, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the opening scene where uh, Chris O'Donnell has to kill his father <laughs> 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 <It> takes place <laughs> in like a desert locale, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm nice and nice and toasty. Also oh, get real toasty with that nitroglycerin. Yeah.
2: Here's a warm weather climbing movie for you. Have you seen The Dawn Wall? It's a documentary.
0: Dawn Wall. The
2: Dawn Wall, like dawn, like the coming of the sun. It's a George A. Romero movie? What is this? Um it's uh so it's a documentary about the, uh, this guy who climbed. There's like a, there's actually a couple documentaries about different dudes climbing the same <laughs> rock face. I think it's in Yosemite National Park. It's like yeah. a flat, so it's famous, it's like a big, it's a big like mountain you can climb, but there's a flat surface of it that up until I think this guy was deemed like, oh, it's unclimbed, like you could climb it with tool, but like you couldn't, couldn't free climb hands, it. Yeah. That's it's just it's impossible nothing so this guy's like i'm gonna climb it i'm gonna do that and like he is missing a couple fingers i think as well and so he free climbs it with this other dude and it takes them like they lit like they live on this flat wall mountain thing for it's wild it's in the it's in the summertime my nightmare um and they climb up and it's like the it's at least it's it's warm Yeah, it is. And then they sleep in, they fucking sleep in these tents that are just, like, popped into the side of this rock wall hanging there and then like at one point like him and he's got his kind of um like a protege guy who's helping him out too who's also like a world-class climber um and they just like sometimes they have to rest for a couple days because they're like oh my fingers are all fucked up because i'm (laughs) free climbing this thing with my fingertips Mm. um like i have to rest to like let them heal and they're just like the whole thing is filmed and they have like their cameras up there as well and you're like you're literally just hanging in a tent that's there are not even any cliffs it's just sheer nothing it's wild highly recommend so it's yeah crazy.
0: i mean it's it sounds like a good documentary for mm-hmm. sure but uh i have such a height fear that's why like any mountaineering any like climbing stuff gives me so yeah. much anxiety oh. and uh you know even in yeah in like movies so there's this climbing. scene
1: in everest <laughs> uh-huh. that i just yeah. need to tell you about okay it is the most terrifying thing that i've ever seen and it's a blink and you miss it moment (laughs) Um, so they're walking along the ledge and like the storm's blown in so it's very snowy very cold Cold. very Mm. dark as well Mm. Um, and and he's like like, you follow me across this ledge let's go and this guy starts leading uh, like this party across and just in the background you see a guy fall off the ledge Uh. nobody knows he's gone he just fell off of Mount Everest. Oh. And he's dead and nobody mentions it yeah. because they don't know. Oh god. Isn't that awful? Yeah.
0: Sounds yeah, horrible. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's great. Anyway, yeah. um Homer <laughs> slides down the mountain on a dead body. Sure
0: yeah. does. <laughs> Turns him into a little sled. Can I just <laughs>
1: say um that isn't my favorite joke of the episode, but it's pretty goddamn close.
0: <laughs> Which just the fact Him that he's
1: reading, oh. his, McAllister's final
0: journal entry. <laughs> what does he say?
1: Uh, my last thoughts are of my tell, dar- tell
0: my wife that, uh, my, <laughs> that my last my final thoughts, thoughts were of her, are of her blinding <laughs> and torturing <laughs> Abraham Simpson.
2: Simpson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent very good job.
0: oh my dad's
1: a disgrace <laughs> just like bart's dad <laughs> me <laughs>
2: um, and he tried to eat him yeah <laughs> it's insane through the coat yeah too.
0: And, and tried to i mean he he t- he took a chunk he took a yeah. big chunk <laughs> he ate flesh yeah it's like that's why i'm like uh
1: don't do it son you'll die up there just like i died well, maybe just like
0: your humanity died yeah. Yeah. up there. Good lord, Abe! Just like was, just like I did. You did. <laughs> did.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I love that. That's like this. The I love that run. That that thing that could have been just a gag, but it like he finds the body, so it's a subplot.
2: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's very he funny. Fall,
0: he's like I fell 8000 feet. Onto but of course rocks. people
1: were tougher back then. So yeah. I was
0: jitterbugging the next day.
1: Everything <laughs> about it is funny. Everything yeah. like they it's it's great. Um yeah, well um we're we're pretty far <laughs> into the to the episode. Does anybody want to have any final things they want to say about about this episode? Mm. I, I do you have mm. a favorite joke. Um, we'll that comes uh,
0: later. That, okay, I know, but I—you've been on the sure. show so know, many times. I
2: just, ew, I just wanted to make sure because you said it was near the end. <laughs> no, well, that's it. I just want to talk about Everest. And guess has been joke. reprimanded. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. you guys
0: remember Vertical Limit?
1: <laughs> yeah, the nitroglycerin. When like the sun shines on the nitroglycerin, it immediately explodes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Like, it's, it's very literally the yeah. movie rules. Very bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that opening where he has to kill his father? No, I don't. <laughs> really? I don't remember it at all. It's Chris O'Donnell and his sister okay. with their dad, and they're climbing, and something goes wrong. I should have just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I re- it's on YouTube. I recommend watching the scene. Okay. Uh, because it's like, oh, like, you know, intense. Oh, no, things are, and we're falling. And then the dad is on the bottom, and he's attached to them via rope, and mm-hmm. he's just hanging there, like, free hanging and they're trying to get the the thing back into the mountain but they can't do it and and just like i can't and he's like you know what you need to do son <laughs> and he's like what and he's like I'm too heavy. You need to cut me loose. He's like, oh, no. And so, and it's a shot. It's like poor green screen shot of him hanging with like the mountains all behind him and like just open air. And so it's just like, it's like you got to do it. And so he takes a knife and he like has to cut his his dad to his death. Why doesn't to save the them dad both? do it? Because <laughs> he doesn't have a knife. I don't remember. Like, Is it puss? If. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Listen, if I'm going to die, I'm I'm taking my son's soul with me." Yeah. yeah. I'm so gonna if make I have to
2: i him... die, I'd rather my son murder
0: yeah, me. Rather... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make him make him live with this the most yeah. haunted he can
1: possibly be. <laughs> I mean, you're like his dad just cutting himself <laughs> loose is would make him haunted for the rest of his yeah. life. Him having to do to it, do it yep. is like you're you're it's you're gone. You're d- you're done. You're mm-hmm. you're gone. You're not a person anymore. I'm going to rewatch that movie. <laughs> Oh, boy.
0: (laughs) Is that going to be another trilogy? Mountain climbing trilogy? Oh, (gasps) no. (laughs) Yes.
2: And then the other one, or it's that or the mummy trilogy, which is just...
0: What would be the the other one in the trilogy? Everest, Vertical Limit. Vertical Limit. Cliffhanger? Um,
1: Cliffhanger, maybe. Maybe it's Cliffhanger. Uh, I've never seen that one. Me neither. I've only seen the ancient show
2: parody. (laughs) What's the edge about? Is that about a bear. Yeah, it's about
0: a bear. It's about a big bear. Yeah. That's too bad. Bear Named Edge. Mostly about a bear. <laughs> wait. Yeah. It's a U2 documentary.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, wait a second. <laughs> 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 filmed by Werner Herzog.
0: Bart the Bear. Oh, yeah. Hollywood's Greatest Bear. Yeah. Great. Bart the Bear. That's right.
2: Wait. No. It's, uh, it's truly. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Anytime you see a bear basically from, I want to say, the 70s to early 2000s. If it's a grizzly 2000s, bear. If it's a grizzly bear, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, probably Bart the Bear. He was a w- wow. very well-trained uh, Hollywood actor, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Most of his uh, roles, he's credited as
1: Bear. <laughs> or oh, The right. Bear. Or The Bear. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. Bart. Yep.
2: Oh,
0: great. I think he was credited as Bart once. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: so like the name, like like Bart the Bear as The Bear. or mm-hmm. Homeward Bound. Mm-hmm. Bear. That's mm-hmm. Bart the Bear. Remember Homeward Bound? Yeah. They would encounter a bear? Oh, that's yeah. part of the bear. Oh well. the yeah. wow. The edge. Anyway, um, <laughs> Shall we move on to the reference desk? Okay. Uh there's actually not a lot for this one. Of course the title is a reference to the television show King of the Hill.
1: Yeah. Um, that follows.
0: Also could be just a reference to, you know, uh the game. The schoolyard game, King of the Hill.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not entirely I don't know the TV show King of the Hill well, know, well enough to know what they drew that title from aside from the fact that the family is called the Hills, you know? Yeah. And but King of the Hill obviously is a kind of an idiom or a saying. Anyway, uh Superman uh comic book guy needs a new Fortress of Solitude. Solitude. That's a UNICEF Superman thing. UNICEF, <laughs> that's right. The pennies. Did you guys ever do UNICEF? Of course. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Of course. <laughs> And we're, we're Canadians. All, we went to elementary school. Yeah, and we're all mm-hmm. better people than those that didn't. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. as far as I'm yeah. concerned, I've saved so many African children. Oh my
2: god. Oh god, my mom would have like a ba- like a bowl of change when I was growing. Up. She would have. Don't would go have in like there.
1: It's for UNICEF. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, she would have a bowl of like candy, like the regular uh, like Wait. Halloween treats, and then a bowl oh. of change for the children coming around. She's like, in case they have UNICEF boxes, and they're like just a. Whatever like a bowl of loonies or something. She
0: loonies?
2: Go- oh yeah. She was
0: mm-hmm. giving out really loonies. Good wow. Yeah. Wow. She's a better person than me. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you have like the little orange box that you tied around your neck? I or think did so. You? Yeah. At some point. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Unicef. Dimes. Don't that was Dimes. mine. That was oh, yeah? that was my Thanks. chosen currency. Uh, you a you a dime? Mm-hmm. What? You a dime? <laughs> He's a dime. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You know, like from Dungeon? <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> uh, Power Bar, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Power Sauce, obviously, just yeah. kind of amalgamation of nutrition bars in general. They all Power taste Bar, like shit.
1: They do. <laughs> they all taste like dirt.
0: Tastes like garbage. And vague chocolate. Vague chocolate? <laughs> Yeah, they try. They dress him up like, oh, cookies and cream, and I'm like, ooh, I like cookies and cream things. And yeah. You don't like, don't like this, this doesn't bar. This tastes like cookies
1: bar. nor cream. <laughs> yeah, you really don't like this bar.
2: Yeah, it's like an Oreo shit in my mouth. <laughs> 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 cookies and cream, Tower Bar,
0: uh, uh, Cliff Bar. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the Matterhorn. Yeah, is what the Murderhorn is based on, uh, from the Swift- Swiss Alps. Mm-hmm. I know it better as the Matterhorn bobsleds from Disneyland. Hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great ride. There's a Yeti in it. Uh, and then, uh, the speaking of Yetis, in his dream sequence, uh, the Yeti is uh, seemingly based off the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer uh, Grumble, ah. if you recall. Right. Sure do. That yeah. Yukon Cornelius
2: yeah. wants
0: to kill. Mm. That movie's fucked up. It's really weird. Yep. I like it. Me too. <laughs> Why does the elf want to be a dentist? It seems like um, that's the weirdest part yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> of a very very high movie. <laughs> 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 um, I also like that there's <laughs> <they> <laughs> just remembering they they want to create more reindeer because they don't want just the classic you know Donner D- Blitzen et cetera. They have one called Fireball.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, he's a little. Shit. He's a little little. Bastard! And he's got that tuft of like blonde hair.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're an idiot, Rudolph. <laughs> I'm Fireball. He's a yeah. little bastard. Fireball. <laughs> he is. He's a stupid little jerk. Yeah. He's like. I also don't like
2: Jews. And you're like. You wouldn't. I hate you. Ugh. You're the worst.
1: Where are you Fireball. coming from, Fireball? You're all over the place. Fireball, come on.
2: Yeah. God.
0: Uh, Fireball's anyway. got opinions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fireball's parents are conservative voters. <laughs> uh, oh
0: boy! And Comet is the uh, is the coach.
2: Oh yeah, he's uh, got a little a, whistle. It's
0: a fun <laughs> thing. Yeah, tweet 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 <laughs> tweet. Probably takes him a
1: while to get it back. No, they have like weird legs that bend so that they're like hands <laughs> yeah, too. What a weird
0: <laughs> weird movie. <laughs> There's a moment where, like, I think Comet, like, his Rudolph's little nose cover falls off Mm because he's trying to be quote unquote normal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think Comet goes, like, wah, 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 wah. He has this really (laughs) funny reaction to it. And I love it. Anyway, uh, that's all I have for references.
1: Right on then. Favorite joke time? Hell yeah. Um, You know, I'll go first. Uh, It's made of apple cores and newspapers. (laughs) That's that's my favorite joke. (laughs) I've always loved it. I I think it's great and weird that it came from those two guys. Yeah. Uh, but I I I I can't remember the name. But something Ping died. I love that he yeah. can read the newspaper.
0: Yeah. For some, it's it's very funny. <laughs> um, next. Um, I really like the game joke. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Just because it's such a it's, I think it's a classic Simpsons joke where it's like you think one thing and then, you know, they kind of flip it a bit with uh, he's going to go in and be like, oh, a gym like I was. But he's like, oh, a guyme, Of course, <laughs> I know what a gime is. I just forgot that this would, you know, <sighs> yeah. it's such a weird thing. And I just I really like it. Sideshow Bob. Because <laughs> because Jim spelled weird, you yes. guys <laughs> weird. It should be, yeah. J. Uh, but I think actually my favorite joke is uh, the very beginning where Marge makes a very horrible pun about oh yeah. <laughs> it's like ah breakneck speed, and then Bart goes, "Mom, a man just died,"
2: <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> which is I think something I stole from this episode. I I do that a lot when people make jokes about death. I'll mm. be like, a, "A man is dead." <laughs> yes you do <laughs> yes you do because I think it's really funny yeah it, uh, you get a lot
1: of uh, opportunity to do that in D&D <laughs> that's
0: true a man is dead Holly <laughs> like, I want to root through his pockets and see what he has Like uh, he just died can we show some respect <laughs> No, I want his things. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, favorite joke,
1: Camille?
2: Um, okay, so I, I have to give a shout out to Runner Up, which is um, the bit where Homer has all of the spaghetti and then puts yeah. it through like a, <laughs> a, a compressed meat grinder sausage yeah. maker, makes the bar, eats it, goes, mmm. <laughs> And then beep boop boop hospital, please. It's <laughs> a very good joke. <laughs> very good. But my favorite joke in the episode is just the sounds that the Yeti makes in the dream sequence, which is like a la la la. <laughs> la, la, la. la, la, la. <laughs> like it's it's a little bit of like
0: it's a, it's a good yeti voice. Yeah, yeah
2: it's really great. <laughs> it's like it it happens like for quite a long time. <laughs> so big fan.
0: Great. Yeah. Yeah, I like it.
1: I like that dream sequence a lot. Yeah, that's fun. Um, episode MVP. Oh, I gotta, it's Homer. I gotta say Homer too. Yeah, it's, it's Homer
0: for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. not only because he, you know, he has a, a a a good like emotional character arc, but he also like we, you know, I've said this before. Seeing Homer excel, always something I love, and he pushes himself and he does what he needs to do, but it all like makes sense with his character. There's no jerkass Homer at all in this episode, and I love it. Mm. Homer MVP. Homer should always be like this. Hmm. I agree. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, the last episode, he tried to murder a man. So, <laughs> cutting his brakes. Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody yeah. tampered with my brakes. Do we early. want old man Patterson with his <laughs> finger on the button? Only two years older than you. <laughs> what button? <laughs> Uh, oh, boy. That's it for us here, then. Mm, we did it. We did it. Okay. Bye. Uh, thank you so much to uh, Camille for coming out on such short notice and, and yeah, being a guest
0: again, again on the oh. show. Have Very you counted nice. your The appearances? count's going up. Yeah, have, have, have you got close to the doctor yet? Do you know? I,
2: well, I've been afraid to make a recap. <laughs> yeah.
0: Stop the count. All right. whoa. Uh. whoa, whoa. <laughs> It's weird because like you know, Ife was ahead until we started counting your appearances, and then you started to catch up. Yeah. It, how, yeah. What? It's weird it's fraud. It's, it's all fraud. It's weird it's how so you. It's weird how you know it's results are different. As I, you up
1: when we started counting. It's like sometimes when I, I
2: <laughs> pre-record all of my takes and then <laughs> right. you just slot them in. As That's you right. Them. That's sometimes when I in. when I
0: mark trivia sheets, you know, yeah. and I'm, I mark the first one and I'm like, wow, these guys got you know, 14 out of 50. Yeah. They're in the lead. They are. They're the winners currently. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I count the next one. They get 16 out of it. So like they're now in the lead. They're league. now in the lead. And league. then, you know, that first team is like, how dare you? Yeah. Also. How
1: dare you count up the other things? <laughs> we found some of Camille's appearances behind a dumpster. That's
2: right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. put those.
0: <laughs> oh, the world's a nightmare, everybody. Uh, but we are still doing this show. Yeah. So that's going to be fun for at least two more episodes. Uh, three more I guess if we do our recap we will I know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the state of the world is going to be in a few days Um, that's a good point thank you everyone for listening though we are happy to continue to do this for all of you and for ourselves mostly <laughs> Because it's fun. But uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Bad Neighbors Pod, or Two Bad Neighbors, The Simpsons podcast. You can email us at District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And you can subscribe to our Patreon, Boathouse Studios, where we just dropped our uh, D&D Simpsons podcast. Chapter one. Chapter one uh, with uh, Camille as one Mm -hmm. of the guests, playing Lisa Simpson. Uh, Our other friend, Allie, playing Ned Flanders. Myself playing Principal Seymour Sinner. And, uh, of course, Greg playing everyone else. Everyone else, <laughs> yep, I did it, including a very good Marge impression. It's Aww. true. Thank you. That everyone needs to listen to because I love it. <laughs> Thank you. I don't think it's very good. No, but it's not. But, but I love it. Like yeah. you don't understand. I'm saying it's good because yeah. it's fun. Oh, okay. Good. Because <laughs> that's the, the one of the hardest voices in the world to do. Uh-huh. Like, it's one of my favorite things is seeing people on YouTube try to do Marge it's impressions. Tough. It's, it's tough. so tough, and I love it. Only one person can do it. It's Julie. That's right. Not Um, even she can do it anymore. Um, Next episode's Lost Our Lisa.
1: That's right. And uh, if you guys want to head over to the Boathouse Studios podcast feed, you'll see that Y Academy's back. All five episodes of season four have dropped. So if you want to check that out, we did a weird time travel story that I think is funny. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to try and figure out where to go next because I think uh, David and I are ready to be funny again. (laughs)
0: Ah, <laughs> yeah. That's good.
1: Yeah.
2: Can also, I, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, Camille. Oh, I was please. gonna ask if I could plug a thing, yes, of course, of course you can. Of um, course. so the week of November 9th, I have a radio play that's being released. It oh, was cool. uh, it's so it was uh, commissioned and produced and um, pre recorded and like it's mixed and everything by Vertigo, uh, in combination with uh, Six Degrees, which is a local Calgary like recording studio company. Um, so it's it's not live or anything like that, but they're releasing it on November 9th, it'll be available. From then on, forever kind of thing. <laughs> it's only about 15 minutes or so, um, and I wrote it earlier in the fall. It's like a. It, it's nice because it's a, and it's an actual modern uh, radio play. Like you can just um, download it and listen on your device, kind of thing. Um, but it's not set in the 1930s, <laughs> so there's that. So if you like it, it's uh, it's spooky. It's pretty fast and it's uh, it's fun. The the I've listened to the draft they're putting out, and like the the sound effects are very fun. So if you like car sound effects and rain <laughs> and you like a, a spooky story to listen to either in uh in your uh earbuds or like while you're driving it's a fun option so for
0: only people who love car sound yeah it's just hey, the story for you it, i'm a if, huge fan
2: if there's anyone that's going to be like a specific sound effect audiophile i love, audiophile, it. I love they're it. gonna be listening no to i know. I, I just that's such a
0: funny <laughs> caveat of like it's also got car sound
2: effects. As I said it, I'm like, I don't no, know the end of it's this great. sentence. It's great. Uh oh. <laughs> what is it called? Uh, so it's called The Hitchhiker. Okay. Um, and it'll be put out. You can go to vertigotheater.com uh, next week onward. I'm sure it'll be on their um, on their homepage.
0: Cool. Mm-hmm. Right
1: Sounds on. great. Yeah. That's
0: cool. Vertigotheater.com, everyone. Mm-hmm. The Hitchhiker. All right. Yeah. And uh, look out for our next commentary Terminator 2. Judgment Judgment Day.
1: Day. (laughs) I'm excited about With a special guest. Yeah, very special.
0: Uh, So that'll be on our Patreon uh, middle of the month.
1: And I'm done.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, Thanks again, everybody. We'll see you next time and keep watching the skis.